Hey guys, it's Jackson, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk with Jackson. And today I'm chatting with my special guest, Amanda Hansen from the Real Housewives of Vancouver. And yes, you heard that right. I'm chatting with Amanda today to talk everything Vancouver Housewives. So if you're not familiar with the Real Housewives of Vancouver, let me give you the scoop. So the Real Housewives of Vancouver aired for two seasons. Um, I'd say, I think it was like 2012, 2013 to like 2014. It aired for two seasons um, in Canada on the Slice Network, I believe it's called there. And um, unfortunately, they didn't come back for a third season. There's varying reasons, and I'm going to talk with Amanda about that today a little bit. But basically, it didn't come back. And unfortunately, it never actually aired here in the U.S. on like a major network, like Bravo never aired it or anything like that. Um, I believe you could watch it in the U.K. and some other places, but here in the U.S., it wasn't like readily available until recently. But I actually watched it back in the day because I'm a huge Real Housewives fan, and when I found out they were doing a a franchise outside of the United States, and I believe Vancouver Housewives were the, were the first um, international franchise, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but I believe they were. Or at least they were the only one that people really knew about. So um, they used to have the episodes available on YouTube back in the day, and I know people in the U.S. would watch it, and that's how I watched the show originally. And people loved it. Um, it was super dramatic. Um, and like, it was so good. The ladies were so interesting. They were funny. There was a lot of drama, like I said, and, um, people wanted more, but unfortunately, like I said, it only lasted two seasons. And during the second season, we actually didn't even get a reunion special, which is like, that's big for housewives because every real housewives franchise always has a reunion special. And so that was a big, um, topic at the time as well. However, finally now people in the U.S. can actually watch Real Housewives of Vancouver because it is available currently for free on the Tubi app. So that is spelled T-U-B-I. Um, you can watch it on a lot of different places, but definitely download that. And you can binge both seasons of the Real Housewives of Vancouver. Let me tell you, you will not regret it. And I believe if you're in Canada, um, I think... It's available on some apps there like Hulu and some other things. And then internationally, I'm not sure. Um, I believe if you're in like the United Kingdom, you can watch it on um, HeyU, which is spelled H-A-Y-U. I'm not for sure in what regions you are able to watch it, but I know it's available on some different apps um, around the world. So like I said, if if you've never seen The Real Housewives of Vancouver, check them out because... It's really good. (laughs) But today I'm chatting with Amanda about her time on The Real Housewives, um, how she became a housewife, and why the show got canceled, what happened after the show, which of the other ladies she's still in contact with, and which of their relationships have been broken. 
which I think uh, her answers will definitely surprise you. So anyway, without further ado, here is my interview with Amanda Hansen from the Real Housewives of Vancouver. I hope you guys enjoy. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to chat with you. I know, and I'm so glad we finally got to connect. And um, I know you're really busy and have a lot going on. So I really, really appreciate this. Oh, no problem. Life's always busy, but you know, there's always time for people who, you know, people who are interested in you, you got to make time for them. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, I totally am. I really, um, uh, I think kind of like we talked about, I'm interested in, you know, hearing what you're up to now and kind of your experience with the show. And that's kind of what um, I really like to do with my podcast is I like to um, talk about reality TV and kind of what goes on behind the scenes that people may not know, as well as, you know, what's going on with you personally outside of TV. So, you know, fans of the show can follow you because it's been a long time, right? I don't know. How many years has it been since the show aired? Oh my gosh. I, I'm not even sure. I'm thinking like maybe like eight years yeah. or something now. It's, it's been a long, a long while for sure. <clears throat> right. And I'm, and I think I told you I'm in the U S so the funny thing is years ago when your show aired, it obviously didn't air here, but I got to watch it on um, YouTube. They had the wow. episodes somewhere on YouTube where you could like, go someone posted them and you could like go and they like downloaded it so you could watch it um, and then years later just recently now it is available in the u.s you can watch it on an app here in the u.s so it's the that's the funny thing but yeah i, I watched it online before so it's crazy oh that's too that's too bad that they didn't do it and what are what is it airing now on like hulu or something no it's called um, it's called Tubi, like T-U-B-I. It's like a free, basically they have a lot of different shows and it's free so anybody can watch it. Um, right, okay. Yeah, and they're, they have a lot of the, um, any kind of, like a lot of the international housewives they have on there. So they have you all, um, and they have Melbourne, like Australia on there and then a few others that we never got to see in the U S cause they never aired it like on any network that we could have like watched it. People that were just big fans of housewives were just kind of like watched it online before. So mm-hmm. it was so hard to like get it. And like every week you had to hope that um, either they would post the episode or like, you know, so there, it was just always, it was, they always made it so difficult before. So now it's readily available, which is nice. <laughs> Well, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys can all watch it. It was certainly an entertaining series, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. It was. And people still, I see, uh, I'm sure you get messages and stuff if you do. I don't know. But I know people still talk about it to this day. So it's it's crazy how much of a impact yeah. it made on some people, even if they're not in, you know, in your area. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. I do hear a lot from people typically around, um, you know, them struggling with alcohol or, um, you know, some form of addiction. So in the beginning, when I did the show, I got a lot of backlash just from being, you know, quote unquote, a bully. But, you know, that's some 
that's some editing. And, and I am just naturally a bit of a harsh person. I believe I'm probably on the spectrum for autistic. So I have a little bit of a, you know, no filter, don't even really know what's socially right and wrong, because it seems like there's a lot that's wrong. (laughs) You're not allowed to do, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I, I just found that with, um, you know, with the show, it, it, you know, it doesn't get presented the way things actually happen, you know? So a lot of people, you know, pegged me as the bully. And as you know, it's not always what you see is not what you're getting. Right. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And oh, I'm sorry to hear. Yeah. I know when it's airing, oh, that's so difficult. And people, um, I know are so mean online and so like hateful, uh, especially with TV. And I feel like it's gotten worse over the years, but it's just now with social media, people think, I don't know if they think that um, when they type something that either they can type it and the person it's about won't see it or it won't hurt as bad because you're not like seeing their reactions of people just say whatever they want. Um, I just hate it. I, I see it with so many people and I just, I wish people would just stop the hate and just one realize it's a, TV show and there's editing involved and there's a lot, but even if, you know, whatever the case is, I feel like why well, have that much hate, hate for someone you don't know? It's just like, I, it uh. is, it is bizarre. Like the amount of people that would, um, attack me on social media and be really, you know, um, verbally abusive around whatever their remarks are calling me a bully. And I would just laugh, just like thinking these people are crazy. Like they're, they're abusing me, calling me an abuser. Like it's so weird. It is. Um, Mm -hmm. but to kind of start at the beginning of things, I'm curious. So how did, uh, the show come about for you and why do you decide to do it? Um, well, to be completely honest, uh, the show came about because I was friends with Mia. Mm-hmm. Um, Mia was Jody's daughter or is Jody's daughter. And I was never friends with Jody, but I feel like there was maybe, um, you know, I had a connection with her, Mia, and I feel like maybe Jody needed an alliance. This is stuff I maybe put together later on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they, they maybe were trying to figure out how to, you know, get her a little bit of a team and it would be, you know, us against them kind of thing in, and it wasn't entirely presented like that, but it kind of was, you know, mm-hmm. when I did go and, and meet Jody for the first time, once we started filming, it was like, okay, you're going to be on my team, my team. And I was like, well, you're being really nice. <clears throat> everybody's really nice, you know, until you get to know them. That's right. (laughs) Human nature, right? Everyone's really nice until you pull down the covers. Right. Um, so you knew Mia. So, um, with that, um, trying to think of how to word this, how, um, did it feel weird at all, um, to go on and, I guess, kind of be friends with her mom because that's kind of a weird situation or were you just, did you just kind of realize that was kind of how the show wanted it? Yeah, I was pretty, I I think just like with my life being like how it was, like I was pretty 
like my entire life I'd been in like really abusive relationships. So this was just like at the time, very unconscious, but I was just entering another abusive relationship. Basically, you know, I was just going in, doing what I was told, being put in this corner, being cast as the villain. It was really Mm. no different than what I had done pretty much my whole life. Right. I was always like, you're the bad guy. You're the villain. You're this. Meanwhile, it was, you know, a lot of other messed up stuff going on around me that I was just reacting to. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Um, now with, um, did you watch the show prior to joining or did you really just kind of come in with, no idea of really who everyone was from the season prior and what had happened and all that. Uh, surprisingly, I had kind of been manifesting doing the show for years before it mm. came into fruition. Okay. So, um, you know, about maybe three or four years before it had, ha- it had came to Vancouver, you know, I was, downtown and hanging out with friends and you know i was kind of like we would be amazing we should be the real housewives of vancouver and you know so i kind of had this thing in my head and then once i had heard um that they did a season one i really you know went to town with it in my mind where i was like i want to do this i want to do this and um and then i i went to mia and asked how i could get on the show and she was like you can't. <laughs> she kind of was like, you can't, you're going to have to go through a bunch of things. You have to do this. You have to do that. And she's, you know, and, um, she did put me in contact with the production staff and just lo and behold, you know, after a million interviews, I managed to get it, but, um, like it wasn't easy. And, and most people don't want to do the show because of the fact that, well, one, you're airing your dirty laundry and, um, and two, most people don't need the money. So why would you be doing a show like this and, and, you know, airing out all your dirty laundry for money? So you're either it's exceptionally vain or, you know, you want the money or you want to, you know, do something good with it. And for me, I wanted the money <laughs> and I wanted to show people that you could get sober. Hey, yeah. And that was, I think that was the a really good part of the show is yeah, you did definitely um really get to showcase some of um you know the sober living and all of that. And I know you had at the time you were really working on um it was like that kombucha tea and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um so mm-hmm. um with that, um I'm trying to think of was there anything with that did you um, take that tea anywhere? Did it, because of the show, um, did you end up starting a, a line of teas or anything? Um, I, thought, yeah, no, I thought in general I, that was really cool. So, Yeah, that, and it was really at the beginning. Had I, had I went forward with it, I, I would have made a lot of money and been very successful with it because it was really at the very cusp of when kombucha was you know coming to the forefront. But just like a lot of things in life with me, I'm not super money driven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, like I know that it's kind of counterintuitive that I'm a real housewife and I'm not really obsessed with money, but I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. it's just kind of been something that I've always seen as like, um, you know, an energy, it comes in, it goes, it comes and it goes. And, 
And I've never really been super obsessed with it. So I've been pretty lucky that it just kind of flows in and flows out. But um, I didn't put that into uh, an actual business. I've been pretty preoccupied with just getting my head out of the sand and Mm -hmm. just kind of unburying myself from a lifetime of, you know, being really unconsciously living. Mm, Okay. Yes. Um, now with, but kind of going back to that T, um, I think on the show, what, um, did you, was it something that, that you really liked the kombucha before, um, and you kind of just wanted to kind of make a line for people that either were trying to be sober. And I think you said on the show, you said it kind of had a, like, I don't know if it was the taste or feel or something of alcohol, but something you liked about it that like you were able to drink it, but it obviously wasn't alcohol. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I've never had it. So I was just curious kind of more about it. Oh, it's really, oh my gosh. I love kombucha. I still make kombucha. Um, It's something that I'm very passionate about, but Mm -hmm. it's just not something like it's cooking and it's bottling and it's cleaning and it's work. You know, I'm not really, I'm not really into that part. I'm just kind of, you know, I love the drink and yes, there is a, a little bit of um, an alcohol like, I guess like a more of a wine kind of taste to it that I, I really enjoy. And it does give you a bit of an energy boost, but it's nothing like actually alcohol. And when I was making it, you know, everybody really loved, you know, the stuff that I had made, but it was, I had to make a decision. Do I want to get involved in something that I personally love the product, but I don't love the process. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of where I tend to kind of get stalled a lot when it comes to business is I love the product, but I don't like the process. So. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause it would be a, you'd have to do it a lot. then if you you started a business and then it would uh, yeah, you're I can't. Doing it. You're making it. You're not drinking it the whole time. You're you're doing right. the parts that you don't like. Whereas you know, now I'm doing things a little bit more creative, where I like the whole process, every bit of it. Yes. Um, and then um, also at that time on the show, you have how many kids do you have? I have three. Okay. And how old were they? when the show was airing and then how old are they now? Yeah. So I guess when the show was airing, they were, you know, around, um, I think probably like 10, eight Mm -hmm. and and like four or five kind Uh of ish. Yeah. And, you know, now both my daughters are in university. Oh, um, and, so I've got an 18, a 19, uh, 18-year-old, a 21-year-old, and a 16-year-old. So, yeah, <laughs> times, have, times have flown by. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And at the time, what did they think of doing the show? Um, at the time, I can remember my oldest really not being into it because she was like 11 or 12, enough that she thought, 
it was not cool. Oh, uh-huh. and, and then my other two, you know, they were into it. They were, they weren't, they didn't have a problem being on camera and doing whatever we were doing. They were, they were totally fine with it, but it was, I think it was like later on in life where I realized that, wow, you know, my kids have been because I did that show, their lives were forever changed because of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like they were always known as at school, oh, your mom's the real housewife. And, you know, there was, they would always get treated differently. You know, a lot of their friends would have like little crushes on me. Oh, you know, T- typically young gay boys love me. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of like my, my main fan base is like young gay boys. They love me. So it would always be, it would always just be like their friends would be like, Oh, so-and-so loves you, Amanda. This person loves you. And you know, sometimes they're not, they're not gay and boys, but a lot of the time they were (laughs) a lot of the time they were. So I obviously had a particular, you know, fan base and, you know, thank God for that. Right. So um, now did your kids like that? I mean, that seems like it's a positive thing, but or did they just kind of get annoyed with it? I feel like they got annoyed with it. I feel like my son maybe wasn't, didn't mind because, you know, I was his mom and the boys didn't seem to find it as embarrassing you know, he was a little bit younger, so it just seemed cooler. Whereas the girls, they were like, oh, yeah, my mom, the, you know, <laughs> the big mouth on, you know, the Real Housewives. It's a lot more embarrassing, I would say, for for girls, for my yeah. older girls. Yeah. No, for sure. That makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. And then at the time since this, I know obviously later and they had the Real Housewives of Toronto, but at the time this was the only obviously in Vancouver and this was the only real housewives franchise was it a big thing at all Vancouver that people talked about um oh yeah because of it I know I think they still I've seen like I think you guys a few years ago did ET interviews and with yeah. ET Canada and stuff so it seems like it's still pretty big there yeah, I, I feel like Vancouver's a really it's a bit of an interesting city. Like there's a lot of very um famous, wealthy, you know, cool people in Vancouver, but Vancouver is a very too cool for school. You know, we're on the west coast of, you know, the west coast and it's kind of very much like if you see somebody that is a celebrity, most times people will just be acknowledged that that's them and won't want to bother them and just kind of like walk by. It's very much like that. There was like a brief period of time where, you know, I can remember Yuli and I getting chased down a like Granville street and having to run and dive into cars. Cause like a horde of girls were chasing us. Oh, wow. <laughs> Um, that was, that was probably the only time that I can remember ever being, you know, that popular, but that was because it had just aired and, you know, at the time it looked like it could possibly go on again and, and, you know, it it didn't end up getting picked up again, but, 
Um, I feel like that was, in my opinion, I feel like that was a really bad move because everybody's in the, on the show, like their whole lives went into these tail spins and it would have made really good TV. Yes. And I'll, I'll, I'm very curious about that. So I have more about that in a minute, but, um, to kind of, I'm curious with the other ladies on the show. So besides Jody and then obviously Mia, did you, had, did you know any of the other ladies at all or know anything about them? I actually really didn't. And to be completely honest, the only person I really liked on the show was Robin. Uh-huh. Um, initially, just because she just had like just such a naturally sweet demeanor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <clears throat> and I was just I was just really drawn to her. But, you know, she was, you know, obsessed with really weird people so um i had to kind of like take a step back i tried really hard to be her friend but that was just not going to happen we're friends now now robin and i are friends but you know it's taken a while she's she's not one that you know really is too keen on people that are nice to her interesting um and then um so i kind of want to get kind of your if you can remember i know it was a while what was your first impression of some of these ladies? So do you remember what was your first impression of Ronnie? Um, I was scared of Ronnie. Oh, I could God. tell right away that she was super powerful mm-hmm. and um, that she had a lot of energy and life force. And I was like, Ooh, this girl, this girl has uh, a lot of, you know, power to do a lot of good or a lot of bad, depending on where she puts it. So I could see that right away. And so, yeah, she scared the shit out of me. I knew that she was going to be like my, my biggest competitor as far as like, you know, dynamic witchy capabilities. She was going to be right up there. So yeah, she scared me, but you know, that was, that's all water under the bridge now. Right. Right. Um, okay. What about Mary? Oh, did not like her. Really? Yeah. That was, that was like, that was pretty apparent on the show. Uh Um, and you know, uh, I wish I liked her just because I think it would have made my life better and I have no ill will, but I'm just not really a big fan of people that treat people badly and use and abuse people, um, and discard people. You know, it's just not my jam. Right. And I just realized, yeah, coming into the show um, with Mary, were you, because you were friends with Jody and Mia are kind of like coming in with that team, did you um, automatically, did they kind of tell you not to like her? Oh, no, they did not tell me. She is very easy to not like. Mm. You know, unfortunately, she's, I think, I think Mary's one of these people that, um, you know, had I maybe not came in on the side of Jody and them, I maybe would have, could have ended up being friends with her, um, because she may have been nice to me and, and things like that. But, uh, I didn't really get that. I kind of just got a, um, you know, there's, just there's just like high maintenance, a lot of not disclosed stuff and just nothing's on the table. Everything's very, you know, tickety boo. You're going to see this. I'm going to present it like this. This is how you're going to interpret it. And Mm. there's really no altering from that 
um, from that sort of whatever her stage and play is that she's going to play out. It's just like, here's the stage, this is the play, and this is how it's going to go. And it will go that way. She will determine it and it will go that way. And it did. Everybody knew, you know, could see her as, you know, one facet of what she is. Oh, interesting. Um, She's fucking brilliant. Though. I'll give her that. She is brilliant. Uh-huh. I'm oh, sure. God. Yeah, she's yeah. smart. She's a smart cookie. Interesting. Um, okay, what about, um, I know you kind of talked about Robin, but what was your first impression of Robin? I loved her. Uh-huh. I loved her. How can you not love Robin? Robin right? is just like, she is just like such a breath of fresh air. You know, she's real. She's fiery. She does get like sucked up and, you know, I can see that she maybe gets manipulated, like people manipulate her a little bit because, you know, she is a, a good, naturally a good hearted person. Um. But yeah, I, I loved, I love Robin from the get go. I, she never, I never felt like it was mutual. Like it was very a one-sided thing. I like her and I still don't really know how she feels about me, but that's all right. Really interesting. Oh my gosh. Um, and I wonder, um, I know maybe on the show it was just bigger because she's from Texas. Um, do people, um, do you, did they just make that more bigger for the show or do people like, um, I don't know. Is it weird for someone from the U.S. or from like you know from the from like to come to Vancouver? I don't know. They always talked about her being in Texas and like her accent and all of that. I think they just made it bigger on the show than probably what a bigger deal, I guess. Well, I think for us, you know, I think people like made a big deal of it because people would say, oh, it's the Real Housewives of Vancouver and this mm. is a Texan. And Ben Ronnie is from Seattle. So, oh. um, or maybe LA, LA or Seattle. She's American too. So two of them were American. Oh, I think even uh, the other Mar- one's American. Mary, Mary is, is. So, mm-hmm. so they're all American. They're all right. American. <laughs> except myself and Jody. We were the, and yeah, that was it. We were the only like actually born Canadian people on the show. Um, so it wasn't, it, I think the thing is, is if you understood Vancouver, it's a city, but it's a very small city. Everybody knows everybody, you know, like the 1% is the 1%, <laughs> you know, when you have the, the, the pool is pretty small. Yeah. Um, and then what about Yulia? Oh, I love Yulia. I love Mm her. Um, Her and I have, I would say it was very much a love-hate relationship. Um, I've just succumbed to the fact that, you know, she's my my sister from another mister. Uh And um, yeah, and, you know, she, I will always be there for her um, till the end of time. And, you know, even with, you know, Ronnie and, and Robin and, you know, Mary and I just never actually made it to, to be friends just Mm -hmm. ever. Like there was never a relationship there to build off of. Um, but the other, the other women, I definitely 
you know, have a relationship with. It's maybe not as inclusive as I would like to be like, you know, go out and see them and stuff like that um, as often, but I would be there for them in a heartbeat for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, so Yulia and you are really, I think I saw, cause you guys did interviews and I've seen you guys on social media together. You guys still being very close, right? Yeah, we're, we are very close still. Like we still talk every day. Awesome. How is she doing? Oh, she's she's doing really good. She's doing really good. She's um she's currently in school to be a veterinary assistant and she's astronomically brilliant. She has a photographic memory. She's just so smart. It's ridiculous. Um she's acing through her way through vet school and yeah, she's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so glad. Oh, and that's, that's a good thing about the shows. She loves, she loves animals. This is going to be the best thing for her. Oh, that's awesome. See, I love to see, um, real friendships come out of reality TV because it's not always, it's not, it doesn't always happen that way. Unfortunately, and sometimes friendships get, um, broken. So I, I love to see real people that are still so close after being a show together. Maybe because it only lasted one season. It, it, things are still good because I just, I hate it when people I, over. I, I feel like, I feel like for us, it was, it was kind of like, you know, um, it only lasted for a season, but we kind of carried on and, and we forged mm-hmm. real relationships and, you know, with, with Ronnie, you know, I was scared of her to death, but, you know, obviously, I, you know, I love her to death and, you know, I would, I would be there for her and for Robin and for Yulia. It's just, uh, you know, Jody and I, our relationship fell apart after the show pretty much immediately. And then, um, you know, with Mary, unfortunately, like we just never really made a Mm-hmm. a connection because I was just I was too baffled by what was happening on set and like offset and I didn't understand like I'd never really seen so much you know interesting dynamics of like I'm just not a very manipulative person and I can't really hold myself together to you know pull too much off that could be sneaky or you know whatever it's just not in my dna apparently right no and that yeah i think yeah you're a very sweet person and yeah it can be very difficult with yeah because on on shows like that especially you there's a lot of you know manipulation and uh it can there's a lot lot of like yeah, there's a lot of like little things like people take their mics off and do things. And it's like, I would never even thought of that, you oh. know, but there was a lot of things where people would like totally take off their mics and say a bunch of trashy stuff and then get everybody fighting. And then you realize that person didn't have their mic on oh. the whole time. They would start a fight and then everybody else starts fighting and you, they can't bite soundbite the person who started it because that person took their mic off oh how are they even allowed to do that that's interesting they're not that's Uh that they're not allowed to do that but that's why i say that you know some people had some really shady behaviors that you can't really understand by watching the show because you just watch a bunch of people yelling and screaming not understanding that the person who started it maybe took their mic off 
Right. Oh my gosh. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> I think now, probably back then, and probably be, I don't know if it was because um, it was in Vancouver, but now in the U.S., I know I don't know if you you probably don't. Do you watch any Real Housewives now? Uh, I don't actually. Okay. Yeah, but I, I I used to love like um I used to love like the OC and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but. I'm Back sure after doing yes, <laughs> yeah. But now they're they've gotten so um, I'd say real the producers and stuff have gotten pretty smart as far as like so people can't really do that now. People um, they even like producers can like pull out their cell phones and like film or cast members will film people and then they end up airing that. So if there is oh, something, oh really? That's- so that's what they're doing now. See if that stuff, what is going on? Cause like, you know, we would be dressed up in these fancy gowns. We wouldn't have our phones and then they would do weird stuff, like just weird stuff. And I go, is this really happening? And then I go like action. And then it's like, you know, they're fucking saints. Sorry for the swearing. All of a sudden, it's oh, just like, paying. I don't, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. It's just like all of a sudden the halo's above the head and you're going, what in the actual F is happening? Uh-huh. <laughs> really? I bet. Yeah. So yeah, they do that now. Um, so that way, I don't know. I think they, I don't remember when they started kind of pulling it back. Um, I think before they were probably so, um, they, they kind of wanted to keep it like, they really didn't like, they, they call it like, you know, breaking the fourth wall or whatever, like where they don't, where they, they don't want it to seem like you're on a show. But now I think there's so much that happens outside of the show. And then there's things that like, you know, people try and, manipulate and like when they're on camera they act like you said one way and then off so now they kind of pull in different elements to kind of I guess add a different picture so now that they've kind of gotten smart with that but yeah the, the that microphone thing you're talking about that's crazy I can't believe that even was allowed to happen or did happen it My wasn't gosh. allowed I think uh-huh. it just like I was told after a scene that you know that they had removed their mic and then there was like a lot of fighting and mm-hmm. you know and it was typically only ever one person okay yeah. and I'm sure yeah. I can guess <laughs> yeah the one the one who comes across the sweetest the one who's never caught yelling on camera you know always removed the mic interesting and just curious with that person so Obviously, if they did remove the mic, then yeah, we couldn't see that. Was the, um, I don't know, was the producers of the show, did they ever like really try and protect her? Or did it just happen like that where if you remove your mic, we couldn't see like the part and they didn't have the sound bite. So there really was nothing they could do. Well, see, this was the thing. I would go to them and I would say, how come you're not, you know, showing like, cause after it aired, I said, why would you do that? Why would you make me look like the person that, you know, like for instance, in Toronto, there was a big fight and, you know, we are screaming in a restaurant downtown. And I said to them, I said, why on earth would you do that? Like, why would you make me look like such a bad guy when I was just protecting, you know, my, my Ronnie's child, and, um, you know, so basically they're like, well, it was just too real. So at the end of the day, they were very aware that some of the behaviors that some people were doing were just really not healthy and 
and in fact it wouldn't have, it wouldn't be well received in a even in a trashy you know um reality show it would just hit too close to home and they just didn't want to do it they wanted to keep it really light and make it just seem like we're catty and that we're not actually fighting over relative things like children who need to be protected from bad people mm. right which is what that fight in toronto was about interesting yeah um, you know so you see me screaming and it's like it's really over you know me protecting a child but it just looks like me being a mean person to uh you know a very sweet adult is what it looks like oh gotcha that yes that makes sense Mm-hmm. Um, now to kind of look on a lighter note, um, is there any moment from your time on the show that is like a really good memory either that we got to see on the show or that, uh, maybe didn't make it, but that you still in your mind is like one of your favorite memories? Um, I honestly, <laughs> this might sound, you know, bad, but I'd say my favorite was when I got to have my birthday on the show. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Because I got I to have a birthday on this show and it was really, it was nice. And it was just, it was a nice situation where, you know, everybody, you know, got me a present, which it was just nice, right? <laughs> like, it's just nice when you're going to work and everyone's forced to buy you a present. Yes. <laughs> and I think, was that night, um, I think looking back in your birthday, um, I mean, I don't think that, was there any like crazy, I don't think there was there any crazy fights on your birthday or was it pretty calm overall? I mean, obviously a little bit, but I think I remember, was that the night that Mary like said she had to go or something and then lied and said something? Yeah. I think so. I feel like there was something strangely smooth about that night Uh and that's probably the fact that she left. Yes. Cause yeah, I don't remember anything like there wasn't like any know. like major fight, but I remember, um, I think she had, she got, what happened, I guess, was it she said that her kids or something got like run over by a car or something. But oh then, yes, that's yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. And that may have been true. The funny thing is, is I can remember Yulia got me an Alexander McQueen scarf. Robin mm-hmm. bought me a, you know, a Texas mug. Oh. Uh, don't mess with Texas. And, and Ronnie got me this, um, this animal speaks book. And it's like a book. All, oh, and it's like a snake, some sort of snake thing. Jody got me Tierra. I don't think, I don't remember any, I don't remember what, Mary got me. Oh, <laughs> I remember what everybody else got me, but I don't remember what she got me. Maybe she didn't get me anything. Uh-huh. I don't remember. Yes. Yeah, that's good that it was pretty smooth. That's that's a good memory. <laughs> and it was it was we had a good shot. I remember Jody and I and Mia got a really good picture taken and I liked that picture and yeah. And I really liked Jody. It was just, you know, she just, you know, I liked her. Her personality was out there and, um, but she's not for everybody. Right. Right. Um, now, okay. Looking back, um, also, was there any moments on the show that maybe people didn't get to see? I'm sure there's a lot, but any kind of crazy moments from behind the scenes that you can remember that like stand out in, in your mind as like one of the craziest things. 
Um, not particularly. No, I do remember going out to the like the the horse, you know, show, and and oh, I thought that that was really fun, and there was there was some interesting dynamics ar- around like friends of friends of Mary's that you know were there. I don't know. I don't remember exactly. Um, what happened, I just know that I really liked going out there. That was really fun to go out to the horse tracks and stuff, but I don't remember anything in particular. It was stressful. It was hard. You know, it was like every week I knew that I was, you know, every day that we filmed, I knew I was basically the, the only one that was going to be starting anything. And, um, it was kind of all on my shoulders to stir the pot. Mm, Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because nobody else was going to because everyone else was very insistent on looking really good. Oh, OK. Interesting. And I uh, was insistent that we made it on the air. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. Um, now, OK, so after, when that aired, so you guys didn't get to do a reunion show. Um, and then obviously you didn't come back for another season. But what? happen and why didn't you guys have a reunion that year i have no idea why they didn't do a reunion um i am just guessing that you know we're we're dealing with like people who have a lot of money Mm -hmm. and um you know when things don't go their way I'm pretty sure that there's lots of threats and things like that. And I think that there may have been some talk of once it aired, people maybe weren't presented the way they wanted to be presented. There may have been like the producers were probably like, don't worry if you do second season, you're going to look like a saint. And then if they didn't look like the saint that they wanted to be, it's like, I'm going to sue you. And so I just feel like there was probably, you know, some, some threats going back and forth among the staff and the production company. And, um, you know, everybody wanted to come across looking really good. And of course, none of us came across looking good except Yulia. I think Yulia came across looking, Yulia and Mary look like saints and, you know, the rest of us looked pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and then do you know, ultimately why it didn't come back was it kind of for the same sort of thing you think i think it had to do with um they they had a better show offering with big brother as far as they Mm. were concerned i still think that this was like a really bad decision on their behalf um to not to not bring it back because to be honest, I think that they had a really dynamic group of women that would have really um, taken the show to, you know, whole other levels. But, um, you know, they were dealing with women who were probably financially threatening the company too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize that. So I think I've heard that. So they're the same producers that... Is it Big Brother? Yeah, they did Big Brother. Oh, Big Brother in the U.S.? I I don't know. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I think I think they do, now that I think about it. Um, so, yeah, so they just decided to go that route and didn't decide to do 
housewives. That's so interesting. Um, it's yeah. honestly uh, like sh- I I'm not sure. Maybe Big Brother was bigger. Um, but that just seems weird because honestly, most of like the whole gay community loves the housewives. So that's a huge population of people. And, um, you know, and then lots of other, you know, people loved it too. Just, you know, yeah, it it just seemed to be a big hit among, you know, certain communities. It was bigger for sure. Right. Cause I think, um, probably I'd have to look back, but putting on my histo- <laughs> my housewife's historian hat. I don't know, but I'd, I'd have to look. But I think Vancouver was probably one of the first international ones that outside of the U.S. Um, so like here, that's how I was able to see it because it was so like, I never, no one ever, there was, they only had like the ones in the U.S. So like the fact that there was one, even, you know, Canada's not that, you know, far outside mm-hmm. the U.S., but still it was cool to kind of see like, a different, you know, besides the that we already had seen, it was I a new one. We were the first ones, yeah. to be honest. I'm not a hundred percent, but I feel like Vancouver was the first, and then there may have been, you know, whatever from from that point on. There was quite a few others that came. Yes, now they have a. Ton, I mean, they have so many now. There's like, there's Australia. There's like, um, they have a lot in like different parts of Africa. So it's like. And I, there's even some that like, they don't even have, uh, like I think in Rome or something, there's like a ton that are outside of the U S. So now it's like, it's like love Island. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. It's huge (laughs) now all over. So, but yes, I remember Vancouver, I think was probably the first one. So, um, you know, and I know even people here that were, um, so sad when it didn't come back, um, because you know, people, and since we never got to see it here, people were just frustrated because we really didn't, um, uh, get really, we, people, I know we didn't know a lot of the reasons why and behind the scenes and what was going on with the show. And I know people for years wanted, um, Bravo here to air it and they just never ended up doing it. So, um, it never got its chance here, but now, now it, like I said, it finally does. So it's nice to, or people that watched it a long time ago now to be able to come they back. Can watch and, it. Yeah, they can watch both seasons and watch it whenever they want. So that's the nice part about it. Yeah, that's really nice for sure. Yes. I was happy when I heard that it went on Hulu and stuff uh, up here. So there oh, was a couple. Is? That's awesome. Yeah, there was a couple apps that you could, um, you know, subscribe <clears throat> to where it would be viewed on, which was, you know, a lot of other people would be like, oh, I saw you on this and I saw you on Hulu. So that's good. It was, you know, got it got picked up. Yes. Okay. So after the show, um, it seems like your life has changed a lot. So what's what happened with your life after, you know, show ended? Uh, what happened after? Well, I would say I just really kind of, it was a, you know, when I did the show, I was kind of on the tail end of, you know, my life, um, going out and, you know, just being a little bit more on the, um, superficial side of life. And then, 
I feel like after I did this show, I just kind of grounded out a little bit more. I did some, you know, some spiritual work. I got a motorcycle. Um, you know, I started riding and I just really started kind of digging in deep into myself, uh, as to, you know, why was I so superficial? Why did I feel that I needed to have these external objects to make me feel worthy, you know? And so I just really got into the layers of Amanda as to why did, why didn't I feel good enough? Why did I need these external things to, to make me feel like I was enough? And that would, I say, be, you know, that's been the journey that I've been on since I did the show, really just kind of unpacking the superficiality and the, um, pretentious, um, really guarded person that I, that I was, and just kind of peeling back the layers a few more, you know, a few more layers at a time. And yeah, it's got me to a pretty vulnerable place where it's been pretty terrifying because, you know, I didn't have this shell anymore that I've always had to protect myself mm-hmm. but i feel like it's just gotten me closer to you know my authentic self and um yeah it's been a really good journey i've taken up pottery and um that's been really healing for me uh i just i feel like you know the big shift was just <clears throat> you know i had a bit of a um a spiritual awakening along the path. And I've definitely just tried to tap more into me, my being and less into, you know, the universe of things and more just being like, okay, what, what makes me okay in, in my body without anything? How can I just be okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Very interesting. Um, and yes, I think kind of with I'm sure with the show, um, specifically, like, um, I think you were talking about material things and stuff. I know the show can really kind of, um, that's kind of what I think, I guess a lot of the housewives are, are kind of based around as they talk a lot about material things, but yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and I love material things. Like, don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong. I'm, you know, I'm still, I still love, you know, expensive handbags and fast cars and, you know, all the finer things in life. I, if I could eat lobster every day, I would, you know? (laughs) Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm still very much, you know, I'm very blessed, right. I, I have a very good life and I have very good people in my life. Um, but it, it just, it became less imperative. Those things didn't make me though. And I think there was a time when I felt like I needed to have those things so that other people could see my value. And I had to do some deep work in, in regards to that because I didn't want to have to need these things. I didn't want to have to have, you know, a five or 6,000, you know, dollar bag in order to feel worthy. I was like, I need to feel good enough with nothing. And I needed to figure that out. I've always been a little bit on the deeper side. So, um, 
you know, that was something that I just, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to be happy roaming through life on such a superficial level forever. Mm, Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Now, is there anything um, that um, you have going on that uh, you want fans to know about now? Any kind of like project or anything? Pottery. Pottery. Yes. Uh Pottery. I love pottery. If we want to talk about pottery, you can talk about pottery all day long. I love it. It is, it is my passion and it's the very first art that I ever did as a child. Um, I would dig out clay from my grandparents' cottage and throw it on the deck and I'd make these mud pies basically. And my whole life, I just kept thinking, gosh, I think I might need to try pottery, Mm -hmm. but it's such a, thing it's you know you have to book a class and like do you really do that and where is there a studio and anyhow it seemed and this was the year I just decided I needed something to get myself back into life I had been in a really abusive relationship for the last three and a half years um, and it was very psychologically abusive with a narcissist and uh, I really needed to do some deep healing and um, I got into pottery. And so that's kind of where I'm at. And that's where I'm going to be for a while, if not forever. <laughs> yes. Now, um, now, do you like sell pottery or do you just make it for yourself or what do you do with it? Well, currently right now, I'm just in the learning phases mm. of of pottery. So I take classes. Mm -hmm. So I am a student of life. I (laughs) basically go to classes and I learn how to do pottery. I'm absolutely horrible at it, but it's getting better. Uh It's getting better and better and better. (laughs) Um, And I just find it very, very peaceful. And I'm sure probably in, you know, the next six months to a year, I'll probably start selling some of my pieces. But right now I'm just enjoying the process of, you know, just learning. Uh-huh. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. I remember you mentioned you did, um, you were taking pottery classes and stuff. So that's awesome. I'm so yeah, glad you're, you're enjoying it. I am. I'm really enjoying it. I find it just really centering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, is there any, anything else that you, um, like to do any other hobbies or anything that you might want fans of yours to kind of know about? Um, <laughs> they probably don't want to know, but I love to shoot guns. Um, <laughs> they're probably like, okay, her and the Texan. Yeah, we go to the shooting range. We like to do shooting. I'm a little bit of a hillbilly. I ride my Harley Davidson. I'm a Tom girl, you know. Nice. I. You know, I'm one of those girls that you can put me in six inch stilettos, but you know, I also am more than comfortable and confident riding my own bike. So I'm very much a tomboy girl and, um, and yeah. And what do I want people to know? I want people to know that healing is a lot of work healing your broken soul is a lot of work. Um, but 
that people that you can do it. It's like I've been healing my whole energetic field here for the last couple of years. And um, every day it's just gets better and better and better. I just, yeah, I've never been anything through. I haven't been through anything quite so um, mind boggling as this spiritual awakening that I've had in the last year, mm-hmm. but it's, <laughs> it's possible. And I, I read some Eckhart Tolle books to figure out what was happening. <laughs> uh-huh. oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, it's been, it's been good. It's been, it's been a journey. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad you're doing well. And, um, you really found something you're passionate about. That's awesome. Yeah, I am. I'm super passionate about pottery and I'm passionate about helping people. Uh-huh. You know, I've, I've always been passionate about, you know, helping others and, and it's just something that I will always, I'm sorry. I decided and for some reason I needed to water a plant right then. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> Um, I've always been passionate about helping others. Initially it was, you know, getting people sober and, you know, that was a big part of it. And then after doing, you know, whatever, 12, 13 years being sober, um, you know, I kind of branched out into some psychedelics and, and stuff like that. And I kind of went down that path and that's been a different, a whole other, a whole other interview. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got into some plant medicine and stuff like that. And that's been really, um, really key for my journey of just kind of bringing me back home to myself. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much for doing this and chatting with me. It was so much fun and, and so great to hear from you. It was really nice. And thank you so much for asking me. And um, yeah, and I hope that you do really well and um, stay in touch. Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with Amanda Hansen from The Real Housewives of Vancouver. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want more reality talk, please follow our social media it's at Reality Talk Podcast on Instagram, or you can tweet with me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at JacksonSeth35. And check out Amanda. I will have her information in the episode description so you can follow all of her adventures. But thank you guys so, so much for all of the love and support. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review. It would mean so much to me, and it helps the podcast out so much. Um, but I love you all, and I'll see you guys next week.